Okay, here we are. It is another episode of A Simple Life with Michael Jeffries. It has been quite some time since I released uh, an episode, and I've been I've been seeing kind of a cadence of a solo show and then a an interview show um, for the most part, and so releasing this solo show without having an interview to release, for me, is a little bit of a compromise, um, I think. I think that might be a, a thing I was waiting for, too. Um, anyways, this episode, just from a big-picture perspective, keep in mind that the story I'm going to be telling about going to the gym and stuff happens roughly February 2019 until now, which at the time of recording is March 2020. So about uh, 13 months. Um, uh, just a moment of, uh, of realness. I, I took some time to outline this episode, but as I listened back to it, I still somehow... <laughs> managed to find so many different rabbit trails to follow, and the length of the podcast just seems to go. And I wonder how, you know, focused I am being with all these rabbit trails. And then I think to myself, maybe um, I just got to embrace that this is me uh, instead of focusing on trying to change it. Just focus on embracing it. I don't know. Um, I do choose not to think any more about this right now, though. Um, another reason why there probably hasn't been a podcast released, uh, an episode released in a while, is I've been doing a lot with music um, instead of podcasting stuff in my free time. I've been playing at some of the open mic nights around town where I live, and really enjoying that and uh, listening to music and practicing at home, just enjoying it, uh, getting into it with friends and stuff. And, and that has taken up a lot of my free time and I've been really enjoying that. So it's not surprising that the uh, podcast project has produced less because I'm putting less in. Anyways, uh, with that grand opening, let's uh, get into the episode here. Okay, I'm going to... Just go ahead and go through this sort of my story over the last just over a year <clears throat> um, related to <clears throat> going to the gym, thinking about my body, caring about my body. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, and, uh, <clears throat> and I'll try and keep it moving. So first, the beginnings of kind of this 
um, going to the gym. First of all, it was a rediscovery. Um, you know, I've gone to gyms in the past, had memberships, um, but never really gone with any regularity, except, you know, back in high school, I was on uh, a basketball team, high school basketball team. Uh, earlier in, you know, in grade school, I'd always taken lessons around something athletic um, or something physical um, like that. Um, and then even in college, I played basketball for fun and I cycled and things like that. Um, so, you know, going to the gym and being excited to work my body was a rediscovery, um, in many ways. And it was a true new discovery because, you know, a lot of that stuff, I'm now mid thirties. I'm, I'm, I'm in a busy life with young kids, um. And rediscovering the gym with regularity even this time is, uh, is something that I, I, um, I don't want to gloss over. Um, another part of the beginnings was camaraderie. A <clears throat> uh, big reason why I started to go um, back, I think it was February of 2019, really, when it started, was because a friend of mine suggested we go to gym together because I think I was mentioning how I really enjoy love to play racquetball or something like that I forget but it was like him taking action and okay let's do it and then there was this competition element um so first we had we weighed his workplace's gym discount place versus my workplace's gym discount place and we decided his gym discount place was better so I got a gym membership there. And so there was a little competition there. Then I signed up for this, you know, show up so many times in so many days. And uh, and you win this <coughs> gym wager. So I signed up for that to kind of give myself another reason to come to the gym a lot. Um, and then there was the competition of the what we chose to do. <coughs> Excuse me. Take a drink of this tea. What we chose to do for our activity was we'd kind of warm up on the on the ellipticals and then we'd play racquetball. Um, or um, we'd just play racquetball. But it was really fun um, because there was some competition um, some unexpected behavior of the ball as opposed to the elliptical, you know, you're just going around over and over and over again. Um, another thing that was in the beginnings was really, I had very little physical expectation of myself. You know, I was going to show up, I was going to enjoy it. And number one, we always soaked in the hot tub. We could skip racquetball sometimes, but we always soaked in the hot tub and we always um, sat in the sauna for a bit. So I want to emphasize that uh, that there was definitely rewards with these beginnings. In fact, many breakfast or many mornings, we went to breakfast uh, at a little cheap, super fast breakfast place. Um, so there's definitely rewards um, built into it for myself, and that coupled with you know really little physical expectation of myself helped me along with all these other 
things, rediscovery, camaraderie, uh, the competition. However, then uh, the test came, and I can't remember exactly the time period for this, but it's probably like April, May, something like that was when it started and, um, and probably ended sometime in the summertime. But it was a testing period where um, camaraderie is lost, the friend, comrade turns away from the practice, uh, he's not really coming anymore, we're not really doing breakfast together in the same way. We would every once in a while, but it didn't really have anything to do with the gym. Um, or maybe he'd show up. Um, and I really needed to search for the next chapter. What was I going to do? I couldn't play racquetball anymore. So I did some weight stuff. I did some running on the treadmill. I did some bicycling. I did some of uh, some rowing on the rowing machine, um, and I did some lap swimming, um, and that's really where I settled into. I settled into a routine of going to the gym two to three times a week, um, not every morning, but uh, but making sure to get there and starting with uh, a soak in the hot tub. Um, get loosened up, allow my, my, my uh, sort of reward at the beginning um, to soothe and to be warm um, really helps, I think. And then I get in the lap pool and I swim laps. And um, I've really done some great gains in terms of how far I can swim, um, how long it takes me, the uh, the feeling in my strokes, like how how to increase my breath, so many great lessons in um, in lap swimming, and evidenced in um, uh, the tone of my body changing. Um, <laughs> I was making a joke with my wife <laughs> that. Um, I've got muscle tone for the first time since my early 20s. Uh, any muscle tone, you know, and that's, it's funny um, and nice. Uh, it's a cool, it's a nice feeling. Uh, and, you know, um, uh, that's been good to have that rhythm. And then after the laps, I would go into the sauna and I would really try and stay for quite a while in the sauna. It got to be one of the most meditative parts of my, uh, my life was going into the sauna without any entertainments, you know, not reading anything, not listening to anything, not watching anything, just sitting in the sauna with my thoughts, sometimes with other men, sometimes just by myself and sweating, and staying there for a good long time and getting a really good sweat on, uh, sometimes even going out, taking some uh, big gulps of water from the sink, cold water, and then going back in for a while. Um, and recently, I've been adding stretching to the time in the sauna, and that has been a, a good addition. Um, it's really given me um, some purpose after I've thought quite a bit. Um, when I'm really good and hot and loose, I can stretch really well and effectively. 
Um, and that also causes me to do some breathing, um, regulating and attention brings me back into the moment. Um, so finding that routine, then getting out, taking a shower, brushing teeth, um, combing hair, all that stuff, and then getting about whatever the next thing is in the day. So that was the test and sort of where I settled into. So now we're in the, let's say we're in the, um, the probably the fall, probably November um, through January, maybe February even. Um, moving from a testing period to a challenge period, a, a challenging period. Um, you know, I've, I found this rhythm, I'm in the rhythm. Um, and I'm feeling some challenges. So my, some of my joints, when I swim, it's the same joints over and over and over again. I do three strokes. I do the, the freestyle stroke quite a bit. I do the breast stroke quite a bit. And I do, I don't know what it's called exactly. I learned it um, when I was a kid. You lay on your back and you do chicken tea soldier um, with your arms are the shapes. Uh, and uh, it's a good, you know, all three of those are great muscle groups to work. And it's fun to work all three of those muscle groups. But even that repetition is not enough for my body. And so some of this unhealthfully repetitive movement in my exercise, I felt it in my body and I realized I needed to change it up in some ways. And I had this moment of inspiration because I went back to um, the rowing machine. I really like the rowing machine. It's, it's similar to swimming in that it's very low um, impact. It requires a lot of attention to breathing. Uh, and you can work as hard or as lightly as you want to, depending on how much you want to strain, which muscle group, when. Um, it's, it's a great workout. Um, so I had that moment of inspiration, but I also had this moment of inspiration where it was like, oh man, I've run triathlons in the past. I haven't done it for a long time. And swimming, you know, I'm swimming pretty far distances now. And having plenty of ex, you know additional energy to spare, maybe I should move back into triathlon training and you know start doing gym days where I'm not swimming, I'm biking or I'm running or I'm doing a cross training of the three, and you know get serious about triathlons instead of just um, having done a few for fun to get the experience. So these moments of inspiration. Uh, and then it's kind of settled into this time of consideration. And that's kind of where I still am. You know, I'm, I'm really interested in this triathlon um, concept, at least being a little bit more serious about it. Uh, maybe even some weights. Because um, I really, I've come to enjoy with the, uh, with the swimming, I can feel my muscles working. Um, I've dialed in my breathing to be able to breathe well, and I can work the muscles now. And it's, it, it is very effective. And I have a new appreciation for lifting weights, I think, because I can, I can regulate it in the same way if I, am, if I try.
So I'm in this consideration period. And I'm also, you know, coming out of this challenging period, experiencing a lot of joy um, at the realization that I'm coming out of the challenging period. And being able to settle back into a rhythm of making decisions, going and swimming laps when I don't want to think about it, um, and having some some other ideas to start moving towards. You know, I'm very joyful about that. And at the same time now, I'm entering another testing period. Um, and I'm, I'm, you know, like I said, in the challenging period, I'm still kind of in that consideration place. I'm kind of now taking action on, on, on it. But now I'm re-entering a testing period um, because I'm, uh, there's a lot of responsibilities on my time right now um, from work to husbanding to fathering to friending to sonning. You know, there's just a lot of demands on my time and, and not bad demands. I, I love being with these people. This is my life um, and I love it. I don't want to, you know, escape it. I want the gym to be a part of it um, and fit into it. So I've been experiencing this contracting of time for gymming. And, I, you know, I've thought to myself, am I not making enough time for it? Is this my fault? Um, is there just not enough time? And, and I've come to really need the gym in, in a sense. Like I can recognize coming out of the gym all the benefits. There's a lot more oxygen flowing through my body. I'm thinking more clearly. I'm feeling better about the day. All the, the things they talk about, they're positives from the gym experience, um, are there. And it helps me be a better person. And I don't want to lose it. So, you know, just realizing that there's this lack of time, as much time as before. And so I've had to make some compromises. Instead of two to three times a week, I, I really push for two. Um, and if I can get to three, dang, that's a lucky, lucky week. And I'm trying to also take walks at night um, after kids have gone to bed, after wife has gone to bed, taking a walk, using my body to exercise. I've taken long walks in the past. Um, before gym days, uh, and it's it's a really wonderful, soothing, calming um, experience for me, and it also involves some, I don't know, physical exertion. Um, but one of the cool things about this test is that I'm finding myself desiring the gym and not let wanting to let it go um, um, trying to even with concessions I'm not forcing myself to go to the gym I, I don't even need to incentivize myself with anything other than the gym the gym is my incentive for the gym I don't need a breakfast afterwards to incentivize me the the sauna and the jacuzzi are rewards, uh, certainly. But I've come to see the sauna also as a very meditative, important experience. The sweat, too. You know, the northern European countries and the um, 
the Native Americans with sweat lodges and saunas um, have really shown us, and the baths of Rome, really, have really shown us this commonality among cultures in the value of sweating, of being hot and sweating and letting your body breathe through your skin in many ways. Um, and now I have this desire, and I realize this desire in, in the midst of this test that I'm having. And I have the realization that I am a gym guy. I have become a gym guy as an adult. I truly enjoy it. And I, I, it has really helped me come to realize how much of a gift my body is. And how lucky I am to take care of it and how great it is to take care of it. It's enjoyable. Um, and that's not to say I do not have my faults still. I, I still smoke sometimes. And really smoking anytime for your body is really not that. It's, it's pretty bad for you. And I do it. Um, do it to my body. I do it for myself to my body. So I do it for myself and I also do it to myself. That is a real thing. I also, man, so often, peanut M&Ms call my name and they stare at me from the shelf. Or they stare at me on the shelf in my mind, leading me to the shelf in the store. Uh, I enjoy peanut M&Ms a lot. Too much sometimes. I also enjoy gluten-free frozen pizzas more than I should <laughs> so I, I I'm not a perfect I'm not perfect in this regard I uh, I do a lot to myself that is unnecessarily taxing all the way down to uh, drinking more coffee than I should because I know it'll give me too much caffeine uh, for the rest of the day and it'll affect me into the nighttime so uh, I guess I'll, I'll end with that, 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 very, that, that candid moment of, you know, I am mean to my body. Um, at, at, in, at, at, while I have these realizations that I'm a gym guy and I enjoy being good to my body. And that is a hard thing to reconcile, uh, but it is a part of my life right now. And... I'm enjoying every minute of it. Well, there it was. There it is. You know... <clears throat> Listening back to that, man, it has really, putting this episode together, I've had issues with audio recording. Um, Audacity is a computer program that I've been using to um, edit the audio, and it's been acting up on me because of a recent Apple update to my computer, and I haven't bothered to figure out what the deal is. So for this episode, I just decided to go with 
QuickTime, <laughs> which is a basic, basic, basic audio uh, software. And, you know, just dealing with the poor audio that it's going to give me. And same thing with studio time, you know, scheduling studio time only can occur during certain times of the day. And I'm sitting here at one o'clock in the morning doing this at my kitchen table. It doesn't sound the same in here. It sounds more echoey. Uh, it's not It's not as close or as intimate, I think, in the feel of the sound. And that's a bummer. It's a compromise I'm making to do this anyways. Uh, and, you know, these several compromises on the quality of the podcast to be able to keep going, let alone the frequency, the time investment. And, and I can still hear a lot in this episode that I feel falls short of my ideal just from a content perspective, let alone the audio downgrade. You know, listening back to that, man, I, I could have said things differently. Probably better in some of those areas. Uh, a lot better. And I'm I'm pushing this anyways. I'm I'm not waiting anymore. I'm not gonna refine anymore. I'm going to push this episode. Um, these thoughts have been a test of my commitment. Uh, even my if I find true joy in doing this podcast, it would be seen through my motivation to continue to do it. Um, for the podcast to continue to be a thing is a manifestation of my truly found joy as seen through my motivation to do it. If I'm only refining the podcast and never pushing an episode, then where is the evidence that I'm working on it? Uh, you could say it's all the files on my computer that show progress, but I, I think for me, having a closure on a topic, having a complete wrapped thing, helps me see production, see progress, see completion and achievement. Um, all that to say I have to get past the thought that I should care what others will think because of you know producing subpar content, quote-unquote. I got to push past that to make this episode. And remember, it is about the doing of the thing for me. It's it, it doesn't matter what the audio content is. It doesn't matter what the audio quality is. It doesn't matter what the frequency of the episodes are. It, as long as I'm doing it for me, I'm not letting anybody down. I'm, I'm enjoying when people tell me they listen to something and saying, oh, I thought this, I thought that. That's a, it's a fun conversation thing for me. Um, but I, I really, I want to get back to enjoying the doing of this podcast, just enjoying it and not trying to outthink it, not trying to um, be concerned about doing it the right way or the wrong way. So, um, all that to say, it has been fun to get this episode out. It has been a challenge and a test and an achievement. Um, even with this simple topic um, and a 
really pretty intimate look into my life, right down to the fact that I sit naked in a sauna with other men around. Oh my goodness. It's so weird that people cover up so much nowadays. Anyways, now we're getting into gym etiquette and weird shit stuff, stuff like that. Okay, I'm going to sign off here.